And we are waiting, ready, willing, and able to answer your home improvement questions uh, this hour. If you have one, maybe you're in the middle of a project or about to start one. Maybe you've got uh, someone knocking on your door that wants to replace your roof saying, hey, you need a new roof. Uh, whatever the question may be, call it in or text it in. It's the same number, 651-989-9226. And Andy Lindis will help you out. Good morning to you, Andy. Good morning, Denny. How are you today? I'm doing really well. It's a nice morning. Uh, It's very fresh. And uh, I assume that you guys at Lindis had a pretty good week. We did. You know, uh, as far as being able to get things done, the weather's being able to hold out, uh, we'll take it. As long as we can, uh, we'll take it. So we're, we're getting things accomplished. I was actually... Got to go and see uh, our new Fortress uh, framing system for decking. That's that new steel framing that we're using. Oh, tell us and, about that. Uh, it, it really is uh, turning out pretty slick. way the posts all, all come in with our helical piers and knowing that uh, this framing actually has a chance to outlast our composite decking is it, just kind of cool. And knowing what well, lumber prices are, it's starting to make a lot more sense for people to choose it. So it's a double-decker uh, deck that we're building uh, in the East Metro, and it's turning out really well. We should have most of it up on our social media by the end of next week. Uh, what's, what's so good about that stuff? It sounds interesting. You know, it, it, it's just just everything is perfect. You know, when, when you're going into, into framing, and if, if you've ever gone to lumber, not all of it's going to be the same. It's going to have flaws and curves so when you can start with everything perfect everything 100 percent square and it's stronger you know this is this is steel framing that that we're using it's just uh and 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 the cost really isn't that much more so when you start to look at it, it, it it's making a lot more sense nowadays is it easier to work with no, not necessarily. It might be a little bit longer to install, but uh, but not much, Denny. And and we're only on our third deck with this, so I'm assuming our efficiencies are going to get better and better as we're going on. And you know, uh, with the time that we're saving putting in those helical piers instead of having to dig in footings, uh, it's about a wash. Well, that's that's all right. Now, what about that? I was looking at uh, um, some email about um, a whole other subject, but it was about decking. And uh, evidently this uh, particular person was still, whoever they hired, was still using the usual concrete footings. Is that still uh, viable? I mean, is that still, may not be the gold standard, but it's still very good to use? Yeah, you know, it's it's still an option. You know, there's there's a lot of different pier systems out there. We have the diamond piers. We have regular hand footings that we have to dig in. But uh, the one that we're trying to use more often than not, just from an ease of install and making sure that it can go in perfect every single time exactly where we want, those helical piers, you know, just they just screw into the ground and they're as stable as any pier out there. Oh, that's cool. 651-989-9226. That's our phone number and text number for any kind of a home improvement question you may have for Andy. Uh, here's one that came in a bit ago. Is spray foam insulation a good way to go for insulating a pole barn? What do you think of that? Yeah. Um, the way I insulated my pole barn, I used spray foam on the walls, and then I blew an R60 of cellulose into my attic. Um one, uh, it's a pole barn, so I didn't think uh, spray toming the entire ceiling was, was, was worth the money. The walls, yes, just because of the lack of space that you have to get to the desired R value. And the reason I chose cellulose is over time, and I went with an R60, 
because it will settle over time. So I'm thinking about two years into it now, it's probably like an R55 if I were to measure the inches up there because it settles and gets a little bit of a crust, so you don't have much airflow in there, and the cellulose uh, gets treated uh, with a fire retardant, which naturally keeps out mice and other pests. So I live out in the middle of a forest, so that was a worry of mine. But, yeah, spray foam's an awesome option, and if you have the dollars to do the whole thing, it's, it's, you really can't get a better insulation. Yeah, it is great insulation for sure. Uh, and here's a, a question we get from time to time that Lindis receives, I'm sure, by phone, too. Uh, this one in particular says, does Lindis Construction do work in Rochester, Minnesota? We do. We do. Um, we, we go down there almost every week. So, yeah, we're, we're in the Rochester area all of the time. And what about Northern? You, you, I know you have recommendations because you have uh, some uh, colleagues uh, in, in uh, north of the Twin Cities, do you not? We do. You know, we go as far north as like Hinkley on the on the Minnesota side, Hayward on the Wisconsin side, um, as far west as like Monticello, as far south as like Mankato, Rochester. Uh, but we have companies in Duluth, companies in St. Cloud, companies all the way even up like an Alec area that that we can recommend if uh, if you're looking for home improvements. Okay. Again, six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. This hour. Is our home improvement hour. This uh, text says, how do I remove a stump close to a pole building so I can put a French drain in it? It's too close to the building to dig out and it would hurt the concrete floor. Hmm. I mean, I, I'm, I've had a few, you know, stumps grounded around our house over the mm-hmm. years. Uh, I mean, is this is this something that might hurt a concrete floor that's adjacent to it? I'm not quite sure of the question. You know, if the root system is going underneath the concrete, I'm sure pulling it out, you you do run that risk. But I don't see why you couldn't grind it and cut um, the roots and, and leave them there. But I'm I'd have to look at the. I don't see why you couldn't grind it and cut. Um, the roots and, and leave them there, but I'm, I'd have to look at the exact scenario. It's pretty rare where you can't remove a stump by a house and, 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 and cause little to no damage. Yeah. Okay. Well, I hope that helped. You know what? I'm being told we need to take a break. So let's, uh, let's do that. And if you have, again, any kind of a home improvement question, now is your chance to ask Andy Lindis either by phone or by text. And it's the same number, 651 651- Nine eight nine nine two two six. See what do we have for a temperature reading? Forty nine is our current CCO temperature reading. That's official. Hitting heading for fifty eight later today. We could hit sixty for Mother's Day tomorrow. Don't forget, Mom. Uh, partly sunny sky should be a nice day tomorrow. And then by the end of the week, uh, with chances of rain, small chances throughout uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, uh, but highs near seventy by Friday. It's going to be a slow warm up through the rest of the week. So good news. Right now, a few clouds. Our current CCO temperature reading, 49 degrees. And good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show. You have that kind of a question? We'd be glad to help you out there. Andy Lind is fielding those questions as usual. Here on a Saturday morning, 651-989-9226, same number. We'll get you either a text question or if you'd like to chat with Andy, uh, it's the same number, 651-989-9226. 
Uh, how about, uh, uh, as far as Linda's constructing, again, we're getting more questions about traveling. Uh, you mentioned them as far as uh, north, maybe uh, by Hinkley. What about uh, as we head west, western Minnesota, for example? You know, uh, we get into like the Monticello area, Delano, Waconia. Oh, okay. Good. Thank you for that uh, text. Uh, again, let's see. Here's uh, a question for you, Andy. I have Chris coming. We know who that is. Coming out Monday to do a roof replacement estimate. By looking through the attic space, I fear we have 2 by 10 planks rather than plywood decking. Generally, what challenges or potential extra cost is that 1958 original planks pose? First of all, do you see that a lot, Andy? We do, and, and depending on the width of the planks and the gap between the planks, sometimes it, it's a reti- an entire redecking where we have to put decking over the top of it. And with the price of uh, wood nowadays, that, that can get pretty expensive. But the good news is, Chris, when he comes out, he'll want to get in your attic, and he'll take a look at it, and he'll give you an exact cost and what your options are and try to explain to you why things have to happen for whether it's a code issue, a warranty issue, or, or, or what have you. There are some instances where we have gotten some exceptions this year. It's been pretty rare um, with the cities and, and with GIF on, on being able to fill in some gaps with, uh, with some lumber. So as you can imagine, filling in some gaps can be marketably cheaper than redecking an entire house. So, um, But we'll take a look at it and go from there. From city to city, as far as just uh, strictly speaking, roofing, uh, are, are cities usually uh, pretty pretty even even tempered on on uh, what they require of lenders? Yeah, in in Minnesota, yes. In Wisconsin, it's it, it's a uh, it goes from city to city. A lot of roofs don't even get inspected, which just still blows my mind. Hmm. Um, and then uh, when you work with some of our uh, other offices, like uh, in Iowa, again, there's not a lot of inspections that happen on roofs. So uh, Minnesota. Uh, our standards of roofing are better than almost any state in the union, and I'm happy for that because we we deal with a lot of ice dams and a lot of uh, different weather systems, and I wish uh, some of our neighboring states would uh, would catch on. It's nine twenty three in the morning. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Our phone number, our text number, the same. Uh, this one, this text, uh, Andy says, "Good morning. This is a two story cedar sided twin home." with a brick uh, halfway up on the front, balconies, tuck under garage on the back, very tall south and north sides. They have repeated substantial woodpecker damage, many worn boards. Uh, they'd like to reside with something or a combination. Do you have uh, any, any ideas what they could be doing? What kind of siding for that to replace all these uh, worn cedar boards? What, what would you like to see on there? Well, uh, it it really is up to them as we can sit down. And a lot of times we use five, six different types of materials on on the outside of somebody's house. But my favorite siding is the LP Smart Side, made right in Two Harbors, Minnesota. And I have yet to have a customer complain about woodpecker damage, even though that is a technically a wood product. It's just a very durable hard wood product that you won't have to worry about with woodpeckers or our seamless steel is another great option or a combination of both or maybe some brick 
There's a, there's a lot of different things you can do. One of the nice things about getting an estimate from us, Denny, is we'll sit down and we'll take some pictures of your house and we'll be able to give you a 3D rendering and show you exactly what your house could look like depending on what options you pick. Yeah, that's really neat to, to be able to visualize uh, that way. So actually, when you think about LP or whatever, I mean, you could really do, like you suggested, a mix and match type of deal there and get it done. You could, and you, and there's a variety of styles with all those types of sidings too. So it's uh, to sit down with one of the designers and, and go through and pick out the colors and the types of materials you could, you could use. I, I highly recommend it. And again, that's a free process. So and we'll sit down with anyone. Good deal. You want to get in touch? One eight hundred Leaf Guard. Always the easiest number to remember to get in touch with uh, Linda's Construction. Uh, here's a wood flooring question. I know they've probably heard you talking about uh, your bamboo flooring. In fact, this is specifically uh, like bamboo. Should wood flooring like bamboo be removed from the packaging and aired out in a garage? If so, how long? Well, if the garage is not going to be near the same climate as the house, then I would say no. Usually you want to get them in the house or if the, if the garage is the same climate control system, I'm sure it's fine there. But yeah, I would uh, for at least a couple of days put them in the house, let them acclimate to it. So when the last thing you want to do is put them in and have everything shrink on you or grow on you. I, I've seen that before and it's, it's not a fun fix. So the reason for the you're you're letting it kind of acclimate to whatever room it is uh, is because of the moisture. That's what you're saying. Yeah, it's it's about the humidity content. Uh, either you know, it's, we're talking about wood products, so they will take on take on moisture. I learned the hard way in uh, in my shop, Denny. I put on that that barn wood, which was really kiln dried wood and then i uh started washing vehicles and stuff in the garage and that winter it sounded like a, a gun went off in my shop and it, it scared the bejesus out of me and <laughs> I, I i look at my one wall and it was bowed out and then i heard another one and it was bowed out and my dehumidifier had stopped running and so i upgraded my dehumidifier to the the santa fe model and haven't had a problem since my uh relative humidity was 74 percent so you run a pressure washer in the middle of the winter, bad things can happen in a garage if you don't have a dehumidifier going. I've never done that and probably won't. <laughs> As a matter of fact, that, that, that I think I'll hold off on that. Uh, if you have excuse me, any kind of a home improvement question, by all means, call it in or text in. It is the same number, 651-989-9226, 651-989-9226. Let's do this. Let's take a break. Bottom of the hour show. We have uh, another half hour remaining. Call in your question or send the text. Same number, 651-989-9226. We'll have a look at that forecast coming up here on News Talk 830. This is WCCO. And good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Home Improvement Show, presented every week here in the 9 o'clock hour on a Saturday by our friends at Linda's Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S. You want to call them 1-800-LEAFGUARD, always the uh, easiest number to remember. Uh, Andy Lindis, of course, helping you out as usual. Andy, we have callers, we have texters. Let's put you back to work here. Thomas, I believe, is calling from Anoka this morning. Good morning. You are on with Andy. Hello, hello, Hi, Thomas. Thomas. Hello. Yeah. Uh, I was just wondering if you guys would install like a more economical 
sliding glass door. I have like a five foot sliding glass door. And house is built in '94, and it's not. It is not on Lake Minnetonka. Uh, you know, uh, we install doors uh, on a lot of houses that don't live on Lake Minnetonka, so we, we should be able to help you out. And the good news is a lot of our stuff is custom ordered, so no matter the size, we should be able to make it fit. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, you know, kind of basically looking for the same door that was put in there, um, except new, obviously, but um, I just didn't, you know, really have the means to spend $8,000 on a sliding glass door, so... Um, $8,000 sounds like a, a very expensive sliding glass door, um, unless there's a lot of reframing or something that needs to go into it. That's, that's, that sounds like two sliding glass doors, to be honest with you. Um, so, but, uh, estimates are free. We'll gladly come out and, uh, take a look at it. I'm, I'm telling you though, uh, trying to find the exact same door that, that was in there, they might not even make it anymore. We, we don't know. And... And when you start to look at the lead times, um, got to give my uh, tip of the hat to the Infinity folks up at, up at Marvin. One, Denny, uh, the last three weeks, it seems like every manufacturer that I talk to around the country is having the same issue. They're having trouble filling their – they're getting more employees, filling, filling their shifts. So they're not being able to keep up. And uh, I know Marvin has added a lot of people this year, so it just goes to show you what type of company they are, how they take care of their employees, which is why I can get their window about twice as fast as any other window that I could order and, or their doors. And one thing about them, when they, when they ship, they're going to get to me and they're going to be made perfect, and you're, you're going to be very, very happy with them. So um, I, if we come out, we'll, we'll take a look at it. We'll probably give you a price for the Infinity window, and it's going to be marketably cheaper than $8,000. Yeah, and Marvin, what a great company. Yeah. Great company. Thanks, Tom. Thomas, let's go to uh, St. Paul this time on the phone. I think Tim has been waiting there to ask you a question. Go ahead, Tim. Thanks for waiting. Oh, thank you very much. Uh bought a house this February, and uh, it's stucco. It's built in 55. And some of the corners, lower corners in the garage and in the house, uh, the exterior wall has cracked and it has like a like a little panel you know it's intact but it's not attached to the house anymore uh, mm-hmm. can i just use an adhesive or something to put that back on or what what would you do no uh, once once uh your your stucco starts to come off i mean you could use an adhesive and put it back on but it's still going to be water getting behind it you might have to work with a stucco professional on getting that fixed and the thing about fixing stucco when you start to do patchworks or fix cracks it's a doable thing but know that you're going to end up having to either redash the entire house or paint the entire thing to try to get it to match yeah that's that's tough with stucco and redashing is what kind of sounds like it (laughs) they just throw that stucco on the side uh, well, if, if it's falling off, you might have to tear off a lot of the, the stucco and remove it down to the bare wood. And by the time you do that, you might as well look at some of the other, other sidings available to you as well. But, uh, yeah, no, you're, you're talking about, it's a process if you're going through the redashing thing. Six five one nine eight nine. Thank you, Tim. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Phone number and text number is the same. Uh, this texter, uh, Andy, said, My 70s three-stall garage floor in southwest Minneapolis is spalling. 
pretty bad due to salt off the vehicles. Any suggestions? That's kind of a tough one, isn't it? It is. Is it a fixable thing? Sure. You know, um, you, but it's going to be grinding the floor and then I would want to put some kind of an epoxy coat over it. So you need to grind the floor down enough where all of the spalding's gone. Everything is a, a smooth surface and there's going to be, that's a lot of concrete dust. Let me tell you, um, it's, it's not going to be a fun job. And then I would look at uh, one of the one of the epoxy floors or polyurea. Blackhawk Garage uh, does a great job in the Twin Cities metro area uh, on doing those floors. So, and it might be actually more economical than jackhammering out all of your concrete and trying to fix it that way. So you might want to get a professional involved and and look at some of the garage floor coatings out there. Yeah, that's a good idea because you're right. I guess the only other option is to. Uh to jackhammer the whole floor out and start all, start all over. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Is that, you think, and again, we don't we haven't seen it, we don't know, is that generally speaking a curing problem when it uh, when you've got a lot of spalling like that? Not when necessarily. Original, you no? know, if, if it's happening right away, yeah. Um, but if you're, if you've got concrete that's 20 years old, it's now starting to do that, yeah. it, it might be from, you know, the chemicals we put on the roads does not treat our driveways very well. So the, that stuff that melts off our cars, it does it does have some wear and tear on the concrete. I, I, I know, Danny, where I, where I park, my garage is two years old, and I know where I park in my garage, I have some wear spots from the stuff that's melted off. Just It's just the way where we live. It's just something we have to deal with. And you can maintain it and, and try to clean it. Then you put one of those epoxy floors on, then you never have to worry about it. Yeah, it's pretty neat for sure. Again, 651-989-9226. Let's go back to the phones. I think Mary Jo's calling in from Plymouth this morning. Mary Jo, you are on with Andy Lindis. Good morning. You guys have a fabulous show. Thank you so much Thank for the you. time that you put into it. Um, Thank you. We have, a, we have a cabin out, almost out to Litchfield, and the builder talked us into changing a street porch into a three-season porch. But the windows that they used, they have little holes that he said is put for the drainage. But we don't leave the windows open where we get rain in there. Wondering, can we use like a silicon and put a bead along that bottom? Mm, probably not. Um, okay. So the the what those weep holes are, it's not about the, the windows being open and letting the water get through. Uh, that's how the water gets in there. It's just from driving driving rain. If it gets into your frame, that water needs some place to go. So you're probably talking about a little elongated hole at the bottom of the frame. And that's yep. designed that just is, it's, it's not a perfect circle because if, if you ever drill a perfect circle in any type of frame, you realize the water doesn't start to siphon. So that's it's just to let the any type of condensation, any type of wind-driven rain be able to drain out. That's not something you want to cover up. Yeah, Mary Jo, thank you. Hope that helped. Uh, Mary Jo leaves that line open if you want to call in and uh, talk with Andy, 651-989-9226. Or if it's easier, just uh, send Andy a text. Same number, 651-989-9226. Andy, this texter, this listener wants to find someone to fix the siding on one edge of their roof. A, a storm came through, texter says, and blew off just a small edge. Well, now bees had gotten under... Uh, that area, and uh, 
Does lenders do a job like that, or could they? Uh, yeah, we do that type of job all the time, and uh, it's definitely a spot that we try to address when we're doing roofs. We, we find a lot of uh, those areas tend to be the, the rotten wood areas. And unfortunately, sometimes when things blow off, it's usually a sign that other things are going wrong up there too. Something's loosened up those fasteners. It might be just that the wind got it at the right time, but yeah, that's definitely something we can take a look at. All right, again, 651-989-9226 is the easiest number to remember or lindisconstruction.com. Uh, this listener wants to see a good place to see, and maybe Lindis has this, uh, various, uh, they want to look at low-maintenance decking, railing specifically, that uh, that's available. Um, where, where Can they find that anywhere? Can they find it on the, the Lindis site? Yeah, you can find it on our website, but if, uh, if you're to look up uh, Fortress Railing or Westbury Railing, you, you, you should be able to find a variety of railings that are maintenance-free out there. The one that we use more often than not is made by Fortress. Okay. All right. Fortress. Yep. Very good. All right. Let's do this. Uh, we need to take a break anyway, so let's do that right now and open up the lines and text lines for your home improvement question for Andy at 651-989-9226. Call it in or text it in on this Saturday morning here on News Talk 830. This is WCCO. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show. Danny Long here along with Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction. Uh, Andy, we have callers and we have texters, uh, so let's uh, get back to it here. I think Susan calling in from Stillwater may be our first uh, caller up here. Susan, thank you. What is your question for Andy? So I'm, I live in a 70s house with a dark trim, and we're thinking about going to white with the um, infinity windows. So what mm-hmm. kind of... Um, trim work do you suggest for that? We have the beautiful oak now. So what what kind of trim do you suggest? You know, uh, oak trim looks awesome with on, on a white window. Now, if you want to change all of your trim over to white, you're probably not going to choose oak uh, to do that. But if uh, I have seen some white on white windows with a wood trim, that looks great. So the we can show you a variety of options when if if you want and we actually have trim packages that we can hold up to our windows so you can see the differences so is is oak the same price as what so what other do you use like pine or or what other kind yeah. of stuff do you use for the white? uh yeah we, we more than likely it would be a pine product uh sometimes it's maple If you if you know if you're not going to be showing the wood grain, then it's usually not that important. If it's going to be a whitewash, the oak might be a better option. And a lot of times, like uh, the casing and most of the things that that you can get for trim, it's going to come in oak anyways. I hope they help you, Susan. Uh, thank you for the call. Uh, Susan leaves that line open six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Sean is calling from Andover this morning. Sean, you're on CCO with Andy Lindis. I'm wondering if you're aware of any uh, quality sliders that have a dog door built into them. Right now, our dog door solutions leave the slider open, and uh, it works for the dog, but it works for the bugs, too. (laughs) Yeah. uh, So you're talking like a sliding glass door? Yeah, slider. Yeah, yeah. Out to the deck and then, you know, to the backyard with working at home. It'd be kind of handy to 
let the dog be in and out without, again, having to leave that slider open and inviting the bugs in. Yeah, you know, that's a tough one. It really is. Uh, we have cut holes into the walls of houses before and installed little doors uh, where dogs can come and go. Um, so that might be an option for you if you have an adjacent wall near the deck. But putting a doggy door into a sliding glass door, I have not seen a solution for that. Now, if you get an innovative, you know how you, you could maybe build like a, a, a little quarter door where you slide your door open and you put this quarter door uh, piece of plywood even in there and then you shut the door and then at the bottom of the plywood you just go get a doggy door uh, that you can cut a hole in and put the doggy door then so you can remove it and when you if you're working from home and you want to have your your dog be able to go in and out might be a solution there that uh, doesn't cost you a lot of money all right sean thanks thanks for the call <laughs> now if, if if we're thinking about your dogs they they need kind of a their own door right <laughs> huge door they, 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 they do. Uh, yeah, there's uh, the doggy door for a Great Dane I don't think would be very energy efficient. That's the other thing about doggy doors. They're going to let that, – that way the temporary uh, non-permanent solution might be the best bet for you there because those doggy doors, they, the air infiltration rating on them is not very good. Yeah, I can imagine. All right, let's see if we have time. Yes, we do have time. Uh, in fact, uh, we have a few minutes left. If we want to call in or text in your home improvement question, now is your chance. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Here's one, Andy. It says we are retired and looking for a home closer to the kids. Uh, if the house was built long ago, how can we tell if it is insulated at all? Well, if Lindis comes out, what would uh, you or that that Lindis person do? Well, the majority of the houses, you should be able to get in the attic and take a look around, and you'll be able to tell what type of insulation is up there. Some other things to look for, look for discoloration in the roof, look for a foam chute that's coming out of the soffit area. That's going to tell you if it's ventilated right. And uh, a good rule of thumb, if you go up there and you see a couple of different types of insulation, it might mean that they've had a problem in the past or they've, they've tried to fix something. And usually by just adding insulation, it, it, it's not going to fix a lot. So it might, might lead to some more questions. But if you look online, you should be able to find a chart for any type of insulation that's going to tell you the amount of inches to R value. So if you just get in the attic and measure it, you should be able to come up with a, a really close to what the R value is in there. Okay. Someone sent a text, uh, I misplaced it here, about uh, the Velux, the, what we have in our house, the sun tunnels. They wanted you, if you would, to explain what that is, how they're installed, and are they efficient? Yeah, they they are very efficient they, as far as uh, a skylight goes. It's probably the most efficient natural light you can bring into your house. So just how they're described it's a tunnel and we install a dome that collects the sunlight on your roof and it reflects it through this tunnel sometimes three stories down to a diffuser light uh looks like a light just a diffuser that takes that sunlight and brings natural light into your house we use these a lot on like interior rooms that have no windows interior bathrooms that have no windows entryways that are really dark and it really does brighten up a spot where even these, these, these sun tunnels can gather so much light that on a full moon and a clear night, it almost seems like you have a light on. It, it really does. So it, it, 
they're really awesome. And as far as all the products that we've ever sold out there, Denny, it's one of those products where people tell me on a regular basis that it's the best thing they've ever done to their house. Oh, yeah. I believe it. I, uh, in fact, it was just yesterday admiring ours again and how much light uh, is brought in. If you have a dark house like we do, uh, that really brings in that natural light. And it, it is, I'm not sure how it's done physically, but it is, that light is actually kind of amplified, isn't it? It is. It, it, it magnifies the, the, the way we gather that light. It's going to magnify and amplify that light down to the diffuser. And, and uh, one warning, though, once you start bringing natural light in your house, uh, be prepared to start fixing walls and painting walls because every flaw starts to show up. So sometimes those dark rooms are, are dark for a good reason. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's a good point, valid point. But it is great. Um, let's see. This texture, and you have to help me with this because I'm not sure I've ever seen this. Is aluminum a good replacement option for a roof? We currently have asphalt shingles, and I assume they mean it's a Tudor home, not a Tutor home. <laughs> yeah, it. Uh, I haven't seen any of the metal shingles that I, I, I truly do do like. And as far as cost goes... For how much they cost to install right now, it doesn't make a lot of sense. And when you compare the warranties of the metal shingles versus the asphalt roof, it really doesn't make a lot of sense. Now, the standing seam metal roofing, we do a, a fair bit of that still. And it, it is still one of the better roofings, especially when ice dams are concerned. If we can put down some foam and put it down a, a metal roof, it seems to be a, a good option. We've, we've helped a lot of story and a half uh type houses out in the metro area with that type of roofing but when you get a 50-year non-parated warranty from GAF on their Glenwood shingle the the armor wood shingle uh it, it doesn't matter we, we take a look at the metal and take a look at that shingle and I'm, I'm sure you're going to choose GAF Andy could you I know we're just about out of time and maybe in 30 seconds or so uh, can you answer this text how can I add insulation to a story and a half house in the area that is flat I'm assuming we mean the attic, so it's get in the attic space and, and look at adding insulation. But do not do that until you've had your air sealing checked out. What that means is attic air sealing is more important than adding insulation. Your air infiltration and how air moves in your house needs to be addressed before adding insulation. If all you're doing is adding insulation, Denny, chances are you're going to make the thermal break even easier to reach, meaning condensation rating is going to come down. All right. In the last minute, uh, some good deals going on at, uh, at Linda's right now. Tell us about it. We have 75% off of labor on the Infinity Window by Marvin, GAF Asphalt Roofing, and, of course, LeafGuard Gutters, the only gutter system guaranteed to never clog, or we will come out and clean it for free. Well, you've never had to do that in 20 years uh, living here, so that's a good deal. Let's do this again next week, Andy. We, uh, I'd love to, Denny. A couple things. Happy Mother's yeah. Day to everyone out there, and uh, congratulations. My oldest son graduating college today in four years, Denny. Proud dad moment. Wow. Did that go by fast? It did. Well, it did. Congratulations, and I'm glad you brought it up. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Don't forget mom tomorrow. Thank you, Andy Lindis. You want to get in touch with those good folks, 1-800-LEAF-CARD. Investing with confidence coming up next with Josh and Al here on A30WCCO. Right now in the Twin Cities, our temperature reading at 49. We are heading to 58 degrees, maybe 70 by the end of the week. Stay with us.